When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go ahead and get into this Kalen DeBoer hire. And I'm going to post this on uh, live and on the air here. I want to get your thoughts. Give me some adjectives because here's where I, here's what I'm shooting for. Um, SEC fans should be blank about the Kellen DeBoer hire. The Kalen. Kellen DeBoer hire. Kalen. It's Kalen. Kalen, excuse me. I thought you're Caleb. I, we can't have any more Caleb's. Kalen DeBoer hire. So let me get your thoughts uh, there. What would be some adjectives that uh, we could we could? Add? I'm going to put as one optimistic and excited. King is dead. Uh, how about good? Uh, do you want to say scared? Good hire. Anything else you want to add to that? Colin. Solid. Okay. Solid. Solid. So that gives you a, a, an option in between. And you you did say over the weekend that you um well you you said it was a Butch Jones top hire. You didn't mean that, did you? I thought that at first and then I did more research, but I wrote an article yesterday and I actually wanted to dive into what I wrote yesterday because I think it um I think it's Tennessee. And SEC rival fans should be excited about this hire, even though at the same time, I can't blame Alabama for making the hire. Is that a weird thing to say, Dave? No, I no, and I think as a matter of fact, we go ahead and dig into it right now. So take uh take part in our poll question. It's on the YouTube channel. So the three choices that are there are pretty simple. Uh they are SEC fans should be blank about the DeBoer hire. Solid doesn't fit, but that was uh, Caleb's pick as a word. But anyway, optimistic um, and excited by Saban, scared, good hire, and solid. Okay, so we'll just go with that. There we go. All right, so as as we get rolling and we dig in uh, to this, this hire and what it means for the conference, I mean, it means a lot. A lot of teams are going to be affected by uh, the hire. So, let me start with this, and uh, that is today's tough question. It's brought to you by Andy Mason of AndyMasonRealEstate.com. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. Okay, so Caleb proposes this at the 3.45 a.m. meeting, so... I want him to share his thoughts. Said Alabama, not an attractive job, even if there wasn't Nick Saban's shadow. Now, first of all, I think a lot of people told them no. I think uh, they, you had the guy at Oregon uh, release the video, how excited he is to be at Oregon. So either they ask him. The lamest or- video ever. Yeah, you never know nowadays. Did he just say that and and kind of acting like in social media that he got offered? Uh, yeah, another couple of those guys. I don't know if, if they were offered or not, but 
I don't think it's an attractive job because, Saban, I don't know how you can't consider it a very attractive job now. I feel like, and I could be wrong because I want to hear your take, that you are somewhat taking that Alabama pre-Saban and saying that it's not a, a great job, which I would have agreed with in the time based off recruiting and lack thereof in state. So uh, let me get your thoughts. This is brought to you by Andy Mason, andymasonrealestate.com. 40 years of experience in real estate. And Andy Mason, best service, best prices in the biz. andymasonrealestate.com. Okay, so they don't have the in-state talent. Alabama doesn't that other states have, but it's a lot better. So I didn't think it was a great, great job, but man, if you want to take out the Saban factor, that's a pretty attractive job with a lot of support and uh, a lot of facilities, which I know everybody says everybody has now, but they've got the nicest. And uh, I, th I think there's, um, there's something to be said for basically being the program, the franchise, whatever you want to call it, in the entire state. You don't compete with the Falcons. You know, you don't compete with other places. So I, I'm interested to see where you go because I disagree. I think that's a, a great, great job. All right, let without, me start with the, without saving. Let me start with this. I'm going to applaud the Kalen DeBoer hire for Alabama because I'm going to give credit for three things. And I'm going to give Greg Byrne a lot of credit, Dave. And I wrote about this, and I encourage you guys to check it off, check it out on offthehooksports.com right now. First of all, can we give them credit for not trying to hire somebody out of Saban's shadow? You know, that's a how common of a mistake is that, Dave? When you have when a legend leaves and you try to replace the legend with somebody who who like touched the legend's robes one day, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what Alabama yeah. did for years with Bear Bryant. Um, they also went for an offensive hire. Now, the last time they hired an offensive mind from the state of Washington didn't work out so well. No, uh, guys, go look at uh, Mike so, Price. We're, we're talking about Mike Price. Yeah, Mike Price uh, from Washington State. Everything was fine until uh, his specific prostitute ordered one of everything off the menu. That's when it went Exactly. Stopped. The other part I want to give them credit for is that and people are going to be like, Mike Price is on the golf course. Do you ever wonder he gets that call and they say, uh, uh, Mr. Price, I just want to let you know that somebody's ordered one of everything off of the menu from room service. Don't you think to yourself, well, I've got a prostitute in there and just okay the charges and take care of it later instead yes. of making her more mad by not letting her get the food and then she goes crazy? Anyway, get back to your point. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if I'm on the golf course and I, there's a prostitute back in my hotel room at the, the resort. The prostitute has all the leverage. I'm going to say she can have two of everything on the menu. Go ahead. Exactly. The other part I want to give them credit for, because everybody's overrating this, because they're like, he's never been in the SEC. He can't recruit in the SEC. First of all, you can hire staff members to do this. And Dave, you know this. Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, Les Miles had no SEC ties before they went to LSU, LSU, and Florida. They all won national titles at their school there. SEC ties is overrated, provided you hire staff members with SEC ties. You know who had deep SEC ties? Jeremy Pruitt. You know who else did? Derek Dooley. How'd that work out for you, Tennessee? Not SEC great. ties don't matter. Yeah. So th those are the things I'm going to give credit for. 
but I don't think he's a great coach. I watched him against Texas and he made a really dumb decision when he tried to run a play when he could have run the clock out. I think he inherited what he inherited at Sweet. And so I think he's a little bit overrated, but he's the best given the circumstances. The problem is the circumstances with Alabama, which is this. It's a, it's a top five to 10 job if you just look at recruiting talent facilities, you know, program tradition and everything like that. It's not Georgia, LSU, or Ohio State. Can you give me that, Dave? It's not on yes. those the level of those three schools. Yes, but closer again, when they're looking for a Saban, and they found him 17 years ago, closer to those schools than it did because of the uh, because of his influence. Guys grew up. You think about 17 years, guys grow up at eight years old going, I want to play for that Nick Saban guy, and Alabama is incredible. That has generational type effect so not as much but I, yeah i will definitely give you that there are a handful of schools like the ones you mentioned that have an immediate talent advantage by default right so if it's they don't have the default talent advantage even though they have a good one they don't have tier one talent advantage by default then there's another layer guys go to all three right now look up the top 20 and most ambitious nil collectives and you'll see why i think nick saban retired and i've said this from the start Alabama is nowhere to be found in the top 20. There are nine SEC schools. Next year, when Texas and Oklahoma join, there will be nine SEC schools with better NIL collectives in Alabama. Now, that doesn't matter when you have Nick Saban, because Dave, as you know, players are going to take the Nick Saban discount to go play for Nick Saban. That's what we called it, <laughs> the Nick Saban discount. In thinking and, that they're going to make it to the NFL, and they're that's a proven uh, graduate school for engineering or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. So they'll take the Nick Saban discount. There was no other coach short of what Urban Meyer or Jim Harbaugh. There was no other coach that they could get that, that that could get that discount for recruits. Was there on the NIL on the NIL circuit? And I think this is why Alabama. It's not a tier one job because there's only three tier one jobs in America. M maybe four if Florida State and Miami fall too far behind in the ACC and Florida could become one. But there's only three right now. When you add in the NIL collective, you're Alabama. Georgia has a better NIL collective than you do. Auburn has a better NIL collective than you do. Tennessee has a better NIL collective than you do. Um, Texas, Texas A&M, Florida even. I'm naming schools that have clear-cut, larger, more ambitious NIL collectives in Alabama right now. How are they supposed to compete on the recruiting trail, Dave? NIL collective outweighs recruiting talent in your backyard now. And Alabama's well, you in the SEC. You have to completely change. You have to completely change what you're doing entirely. And Nick Saban didn't need all that NIL money, made a phone call, got Jameer Gibbs for one year. But for the most part, I can't think of any significant transfers they've taken other than Gibbs. So you have to you have to realign an entire organization because as of now, the great thing about having Nick Saban, other than, yes, he's a championship-proven coach and a great defensive coach and understands the offensive side, was that you didn't have to worry about NIL because guys were still going to come to Alabama and the boosters were going to flock together to pay them. There's also more of a system in Alabama, which makes it a little bit more square so that everybody gets something, every player and you've actually seen some some other schools start to copy that a little bit, like Tennessee. But you're right. I mean, suddenly you're not only uh, at a disadvantage not having Nick Saban, you're at a huge disadvantage because you have to reorganize your entire 
football program. You've got to go to boosters who you're taking money from to build the new athletic complex and say, well, if a collective group calls you, we're going to have to play that game now since Nick decided to retire. That Those are the conversations that have been going on for the past week. And I guarantee you that Kalen DeBoer is not walking in there thinking he has zero NIL dollars to spend. But that's uh, have it gotten you over to my side then? That Alabama's not a good job right now because it's not even a top 10 NIL collective in the SEC, which is going to hold them back severely? Well, no, it's a, it's a hypothetical. Had Saban not been there, I think they would have been in the top three or five. Because so you do think you, you think they will kick themselves into high gear a little bit with Kalen DeBoer knowing that they have to? Uh, do I think they will? <laughs> I think they should. I've seen a because lot of it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of athletic departments do stupid stuff. So, but they should. Because here's the thing. This is the problem with Caleb DeBoer. I've questioned his decision making. One of the decisions I'm questioning is why he would leave Washington for the Alabama job. Because quite honestly, I'd have stayed at Washington. I would not have taken the Alabama job at all. Um, you are in a good situation at Washington up there. You could have used this to negotiate a better play, pay. And if you're not smart enough to see that, I don't know if you're smart enough to actually lead a team to a national championship game. <laughs> Quite honestly, I probably would have stayed at Washington as well or waited for another job. But as far as the fit, the thumbnail sketch of him, quarterback coach, I don't think that's any surprise. I think if you coach quarterbacks, you've got a better chance of getting a job than another guy. That's just kind of where the game is right now. If you're a quarterback whisperer, a quarterback guru. We we brought up the discussion last week. Should Alabama call Josh Heupel? And we got clickbait and all this. No, it, it wasn't. And here's why they should have called Josh Heupel. Not that he would have left. He loves Tennessee. Do not get me wrong. And great point by Dylan that I want to get back to. But Josh Heupel, even though not as accomplished, is every bit the quarterback guru that – Kalen DeBoer is. Here's the issue I have with the DeBoer hire. He's known to be a program builder. You don't have to build anything at Alabama. You want to keep this thing cruising. And I, I just, uh, I, I, I think, think he's. I, it, let, let's use the old, the old SEC West, which is in effect. But if we were talking SEC West next year, I would say that uh, let's say Texas were in the West. Uh, Texas, LSU, and Ole Miss will win more games in the next five years than Alabama. I'll go on record as saying that right now. Just just playing with the West teams. I'm not talking about Georgia. I'm not talking about Tennessee. I'm not talking about anybody else. Just the what are the West teams? Well, I did it for fun last week, but Dave, look, this was why I said they should have hired Lane Kiffin. Who do you trust as an offensive mind more, Lane Kiffin or Kalen DeBoer? Lane Kiffin. I mean, I, I'm with you. I've got no argument with that. I think that would have, have been a, a better hire. Um, no yeah. question. I think they should have gone. I think they were. Here's the thing. The jokes that you make about Lane were kind of open and that I made with you were kind of open secrets in Tuscaloosa to problematic fashion. So they were worried they would get another Mike Price situation, I think. But in my mind, it's like, I think Lane was would be smarter than Mike Price with his um if he was fooling around still. And so I'm like, take the risk. If he's doing it on his personal life, who cares? You're trying to win football games here. 
And, you know, I just don't think it's a big deal. And I think that worried them. So they went for a guy who I think is, again, I said, given the circumstances, they don't want someone with personal issues and they didn't want to go the defensive or Nick Saban route. They made the best hire given the circumstances. Just not a great hire. Um, Yeah, it, it fits. It checks a lot of boxes. What, what are the expectations for Kalen? That, that, that'll be my question for you. Um, is it one championship, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Uh, brought to you by Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Enjoy life better when you see better. Local vision service for LASIK, cataract surgery, and regular eye examination. Go to cctis.com, cctis.com. So at the end of the day, if Kalen DeBoer wins one championship, is that a success? One national title, is that a success at Alabama? I I think a coaching tenure is always a national uh, is always a success if you win a national title. Always. I'm one of those guys. It's like if you get a quarterback, Dave, you draft a quarterback, a franchise quarterback. If he wins you a Super Bowl, that was a successful run. Period. End of story. Like that's exactly. your goal. Exactly. Now, and uh, I, I think if you win one championship, that's that's enough uh, that he should be held on his own merit. But I don't think he ever will. SEC fans uh, should be blank about the Kalen DeBoer hire. That was uh, on our YouTube page. And so far, people seem to really like the hire in terms of what it means for them. Optimistic and excited by Saban gets 50% of the vote. Solid gets 42% of the vote. And it's a little scared. Good hire, just 8% of the vote. That might be the Alabama brethren on here. Let's just, I mean, there's only so much you can do in this situation if you're Alabama. I will give them credit. I thought they showed everybody how to hold a coaching hire. I, I do believe that. I think they called the guys they were most interested in, whether it was landing or not, and then they landed on their guy. And that's something that Tennessee – in a couple of hires hasn't done well and other programs have struggled too. So I will give them credit in getting that done. It didn't drag on and you can't have it drag on with the transfer portal that we're going to talk about that Caleb's mentioned opens up another 30 days from a coaching change. I, I do think efficiently they did the job. They laid the foundation, but I don't know if the foundation is, is going to be something you want to build a house on. I just don't think they have rock solid foundation because of the NIL issue. So I agree with you. I'll even give this because I maybe foundation I, maybe foundation wasn't the right word. Uh, they they uh, they they put up the siding, but the siding uh, could fall off. Exactly. I and look, I was unfair. I texted it to Dave and Jairo on Saturday, guys. I did say Alabama hired the new Butch Jones. I based it off Bit Kalen DeBoer making basic in game coaching mistakes. But I'll give him this. I watched the press conference. He's not, but he's not a snake oil salesman, Kalen DeBoer. He's not a guy. He, you didn't see him sit there and say what we accomplished at Washington had never been accomplished before in the history of Washington athletics. And, you know, by getting to the national championship game, I did something that Jesus could not have done. I mean, that, that was Butch Jones's like legacy. Uh, he would pretend that that was the first time Washington ever had that type of success in football. Wouldn't he? And he would go to Alabama and pretend like we got to, we're going to rebuild Alabama into a great program as if he was taking over nothing. So I'm 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 gonna be fair. Kalen DeBoer is not that. I think he is watching him for the press comments. I don't think he feels like he's in over his head. I just don't know if he has the offensive mind necessary to succeed there. Is that a fair statement to make? Yeah. 
that's very fair. Dylan had a great uh, point earlier. And see, Dylan, I would argue, I was just getting ready to give you credit. I would argue uh, you said Dan Landing saying no derailed their process. I think they were ready to go to the next guy. So I they had their I list. Think, yeah, I, th I think they were good to go. I don't, I don't derailed, I mean, altered maybe, but I wouldn't go quite that far. 